it's time. Great Bishop and the Council Roundup. Good morning, Ward 6 Alderwoman Kristen DeSenso, and you're listening to the Council Roundup. Excuse me, Mayor, what are we voting on? Long meeting last night. Oh, Committee of the Whole. Uh, but they also had a special city council meeting before that. Oh, really? Yeah, where they uh, passed uh, some TIF money for Poplar Place, I believe, or something along those lines. Somebody or some rich guy to build something. Something, right. Uh, so they had that meeting, uh, but then they went right into Committee of the Whole, which was about uh, two hours and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So I listened to it on double time <laughs> Yes. on my phone. I find that very weird when you listen to it like this. It's, weird. it's really fascinating. There's no, there's no, there's no, yeah. Um, so I, I, I somewhat got the gist. All right. So this, this is this is my recollection. Okay. Of that gist. Okay. <clears throat> so a uh, lot to get to. Uh, if you recall the last meeting, uh, there was a lot of talk about the severe cold and animal control. Ray, this is kind of deja vu, though we don't have Jim Stone there mm-hmm. to talk about how they roll. And if you want to get that Limp Bizkit song ready, right. uh, if you recall that. <laughs> I, do re- I do remember that. Because um, it was the same issue. You know, it was, uh, is animal control going out when they get called? Yeah. And if you remember, gosh, it was what, like seven, eight years ago or something? 2012. Oh my gosh, can't believe it. Um, it, it Jim Stone was like, we roll, we yeah. roll. If we get the call, we, we get roll. The call, we roll, we roll, we roll. Uh, so Brian McFadden, who's the Sangamon County uh, administrator, he was there last night to answer some of these questions. Because they don't have a new Jim Stone, right? Not yet, right. Okay. Uh, so McFadden's there. He's uh, addressing the city council uh, about uh, about the issue of, you know, did they roll? Did they get called? Did they go out to the calls? What's going on here? All the innuendos, all the rumors. And- to share that with you. And I, and I want to address some comments that were made about me, uh, both in emails and at the meeting a week ago that I'm... Uh, I'm entrenched and I'm in denial, and I may be in denial about a lot of things, but I can tell you animal control is not one of them. Um, If there's a better way to do things, I am open to that. I've always operated that way. If we can improve our service. So So he admits he has a problem. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He did say he's in denial about some things, uh, or I think a lot of things he said. But uh, ultimately, you know, he talked about the training that's ongoing and the relationship they have with the Springfield Police Department and not just the Springfield Police Department, but villages and municipalities all across Sangamon County. So it it was really kind of talking about the process, right? Uh, Keep that money coming in, Brian. Come on. Keep that money coming in. When they they go out, what kinds of calls they go out to, and in particular, the uh, issues that were uh, raised last week, specifics, uh, he said there was a lot of misinformation out there. So he he wanted to be sure to correct the record. There may be some assumptions that work there that, oh, well, they never come out uh, or they or they or they won't come out. And it's just not true. Um, but it doesn't hurt to revisit those protocols with, with uh, dispatch as well. So we'll be doing that. Also read with great interest over the weekend and, and, and many of the emails that I received, and I think some of you in this room received as well, that, um, that uh, the city is engaged in renegotiating the contract for animal control that uh, Director McCarty is, is doing. That that's news to the county. Um, I wasn't aware we're renegotiating the contract, but we, we clearly can. Obviously, these contracts are for a year. Listen, Mister, you don't want you don't want your tone. We're going to cancel it. How about that? <laughs> I, just, I mean, no. I, listen, I, I don't want to. Here's the deal with the city. All right, that's a county office. Yep, county operation. Yeah, and guess who funds it? City Springfield. 
It's not like Chatham's giving them a bunch of money. Well, it's not like if Chatham, they may. Uh, I don't know the arrangement, but they, uh, Sangamon County um, Public Health has contracts with Springfield yes, and I'm municipalities sure, around. I'm the sure that county. some of the other municipalities are giving some money. Yeah, here it's funded by only one group. Let's face it. The majority I didn't of money. Want to say that, the the majority. majority of money comes I, I, from Springfield. So Springfield. I don't know their budget. I don't know their budget. No. Um because you could have ten municipalities that are giving money to the equivalent of what Springfield's giving. Regardless, Springfield aldermen do not feel they're getting value yeah. for what we're and, paying. And so what I'm saying is with the amount of money we're paying, the percentage we're paying, we should be getting more. And if we feel we can create our own thing and do it better, then do it. Here's more of McFadden. But what I'm not going to tolerate is a situation we have now where really what's driving this debate is rumors and innuendos and assumptions Fine. that we never do this and our employees are never trained, which is false, and that we hire employees that have drug addictions, which is patently false. We hire people that abuse animals. That is false as well. Um, it's that uh, we would never roll. We never go out on the on after hours, which is not true. I can show you where we go out on a regular basis. They roll. Um, there's all kinds of things floating around out there on Facebook and all kinds of social media. And really, these things cannot be verified. My advice is my advice is calm down. You're getting all you're getting all bent well, out of shape over Facebook. But when when they're accused of hiring drug addicts or animal abusers on was that social public, media, was that in a public meeting no, or social that, media? I, I didn't hear that talk Get about over it all it. last week. Uh, so other woman dissenso. Um, I saw a thing on Facebook of how I was born in Mexico. I mean, get <laughs> o- I know it's not true. We're gonna you get over it. We're gonna get to older woman dissenso talking about this. But here's more of McFadden. Yeah, you know, it's a really bad game of telephone where you whisper something, somebody's ear, and 20 minutes later something else comes out. At worst, it's a it's a determined effort to undermine animal control, and I'm not gonna have any of that. I'm sorry, I don't feel sorry for you. Alderwoman DeCenso, um, she makes a point about one thing. Last week, your name was not, I don't remember your name being yeah. mentioned at all in this room. Actually, it was. It was. <laughs> several, was it several times. But she's correct on this point. We're not talking about your employees and their drug use or anything like that. That is completely misconstrued. So, yeah, I didn't hear, this is the first I've heard of it. Alderman did not talk about that. Somebody did mention McFadden's name last week, but nobody on the city council talked about uh, the employees using drugs. Uh, So McFadden then then responds. Yeah, I'm not saying that came up. My name did come up last last week, but I don't care. My name comes up in a lot of places. I understand. It rarely is a favorable thing. So, Once again, he admitted it again. His reputation is horrible. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it. And he's in denial about everything. Uh, he also said I, I don't think he helped himself last night. He also said at some point he doesn't want to have to chase his tail. Right? I, I, I thought I had that pulled up somewhere, but uh, I, I'll, I'll paraphrase. He did say, I don't want to have to chase my own tail. So you got a pun there. We're talking about dogs, right? right. Uh, Alder woman to send so. So whatever the, whatever the solution is to this problem, we are, we are all ears. Yeah. Because I'm a crazy dog lady. They're all ears. <laughs> She said, "All ears." And she is what? She's she's a she's a crazy dog lady. Yeah. We are all ears because I'm a crazy dog lady. All right. Well, we got a we got a crazy dog lady, and we Rescue got a the lake had a turtle. I'm a big a, turtle person. So we got a turtle that, person. Why. We got a crazy dog lady. <laughs> a lot of things going on in that city. <sighs> she goes on though. My two dogs are. Well, I have a son, too, of course. But, I mean, my two dogs are, you know, they're I love them. They're the, the sweetest beings and the most innocent souls on the planet. So uh, a lot of conversation about that last night. Again, a very long meeting, uh, much more to get to. I'm uh, just saying that, you know, the city of Springfield is a 
big, big funder of a, of a lot of the county's departments. They should take that under consideration and be a little more aware of it and be a little more thankful for it. That's all I'm saying. Because it, do, it doesn't, you keep hearing these complaints, doesn't seem like they are. Alderwoman DeCenso um, on another issue, and this one gets a little convoluted, and we're talking about which you know entity owns the property, the development's going to go on, and our curbs going to be cut. Is that against what the the neighborhood wants? And this has to deal with uh, some development issues on MacArthur Boulevard, mm-hmm. uh, and what an ordinance that um, uh, sparked a little bit of back and forth between uh, Alderwoman DeCenso and Alderman McMinniman. Caught everybody off guard because no one knew what um, Alderman DeCenso was going to introduce by the rather special true. meeting. So because the jurisdictional transfer was introduced tonight by special meeting, I didn't know about that, and I don't think you ever informed me of it. So I don't have to. Uh, you yeah, don't have to. Have but to. it was kind of a surprise move. Uh, can I ask who, whose ward is this in? Well, the okay. part it's of it. It's in my ward. Okay. It's in both wards. No, it's in Ward Six. The development is in Ward Six. Well, the trust is in both here. wards. Warren Border, please. Yes. This is going to be discussed next week. We're wasting. We're wasting a lot of valuable time. We've got a long agenda. Yes, we do. Yeah. So Joe McMenamin is upset because she didn't tell him what she was going to say at the council meeting. Or uh, this ordinance that deals with oh, jurisdictional geez. transfer and developments, and it's pretty convoluted. We're going to hear a lot more about it next why, week. Why but- even listen? I'm sorry, Joe. Alderman McManaman, but we, we like transparency. We'd rather things be brought up at the meetings so we can then report on them instead of private email between, uh, uh, you know, between uh, aldermen outside of the public eye. So let, let's stick with transparency. And then there was another one here. With the state of Illinois Department of Transportation for jurisdictional transfer of FAU 610 and FAU 8071, MacArthur Boulevard, for the Office of Public Works. Move to consent. Second. Second. Okay. Uh, any discussion? Just that, uh, Mr. Chair, Alderman McMinnman. Again, I think this is being brought to the committee uh, hastily uh, without notice to the public. And um, that's one of the reasons why we do not have a member of the MacArthur Boulevard Association here the tonight. So, for this week. Um, the, um, what we're discussing right oh, now the is the jurisdictional no. transfers. That's incorrect. Uh, but I made them So, this ordinance tonight that we're discussing oh, right now goodness. is being brought to the Council for the first time, without notice. So another McManaman moment. There we go. I had requested that it be put on the agenda three weeks in a row, and it was not because Alderman McMenamin was working behind the scenes with the developer, with mm-hmm. the MacArthur Boulevard Association, with the mayor, with Corporation Council to stop development in the city. That doesn't uh, seem that transparent, uh, Mr. Mayor. No, please, thank you. Thank you. Uh, actually, it was brought to my attention by Corporation Counsel Nate Bottom, so I had no direct conversations with <coughs> Alderman McMinimum about this project till today, actually. Well, that's interesting. He said he didn't know anything about it today. Okay, call Thank you. Uh, all in favor. <laughs> oh, call, the call, yeah. call the question. No. I called the question. Way to go, Alderman DeCenzo. So, um... Yeah, listen, because nobody complains about transparency more than McMenamin, but it seems like everything he does is somehow behind the scenes. Well, that's what he's accusing uh, DeCenso mm-hmm. of doing. He's saying that she brought this up all of a sudden and didn't talk yeah. to others that might be impacted by this and so on. 
And we're going to hear more about this whole issue. Yes, I don't even know all the ins and outs, quite honestly. There was no, they didn't vote on anything that came to conclusion last night. Right. Last night was the. The committee of the, the whole. Yes. Last no night final was when action. it came out there. Right. So. Uh, like it should. And that's when they should talk about it and they can have a longer conversation. But, you know, in the interest of time, they wanted to get through a two hour plus meeting. Yes. So coming back, uh, another important issue, uh, pensions and a couple oh, of. Oh, uh, boy, yeah. A couple of uh, ideas to uh, continue paying more for pensions and some of the back and forth there. Uh, we'll also hear about uh, changing the, par- uh, the parade route uh, and uh, a couple of other issues as well as they also prepare to pass the city budget. By the way, of all the important things that they discussed last night, that parade route will be the one that everybody talks about. Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, that's coming up. Stay tuned. All right. So uh, last night's meeting, two hours plus, and that was a committee of the whole, and that's after a special city council meeting that they had uh, passing some TIF money. But uh, they got a lot of ordinances in front of them. We'll hear some budget stuff. Uh, but on the budget issues, of course, pensions plays a big part in that as well with uh, police and fire pension funds. So let's hear a little bit about that. Here is uh, an ordinance amending Chapter 37 Clark. of the 1988 City of Springfield Code of Ordinances as amended by adding Section 37.04.02 regarding extra pension payments from the corporate fund. So second, making payments above and beyond what... Is is budgeted, uh, and it has to deal with like fund balances. Uh, if they have uh, you know a certain uh, amount of money at the tail end, uh, here's Budget Director McCarty. This year, with a fund balance of somewhere just above sixteen percent, I believe it'll be maybe closer to seventeen percent. And since our budget as presented is basically even revenues in and out, then as presented, it would be about the same thing. So we would be over the 16% threshold. You know, that's that's amazing. Uh, from, from a year ago, we were anticipating a fund balance near 10%. How did it change so dramatically in one year? Well, there's a variety of factors that went into it. We talked about it at the budget time. Uh, off the top of my head, the new revenue from the increases that the council approved last year in sales and telecom tax. The uh, one-time uh, payment we got for the Comcast audit, the fact that the state didn't take as much money as they had expected, or we expected them or budgeted them to take. And there were some other things as well, not just revenue coming in. But There's just been a variety of things. Of course, cost control is another major one. If you look at the headcount numbers and the the amount of money that's being lapsed out of the budget this year, I mean, certainly that's a contributing factor as well. There's not one overriding factor. There's a whole lot of things working in concert that got us to the point where we are experiencing a, uh, you know, a surplus expectation. So the idea is to use some of that surplus at the end of the year and like make a second bulk pension payment of sorts. Oh, you mean we actually do something responsible? Right. Very proud of them. Uh, we're going to hear a lot more about this uh, with um, the budget director, McCarty, and Alderman Donilon, and Hanauer, and uh, McMiniman, and a uh, member of the, the pension board, uh, Alderman Tylen as well. So pensions, a focus last night a bit last uh, uh, for the Committee of the Whole. And then we'll hear from a citizen about the budgets in Hunter Lake and how much money the budget's going to be spending Hunter on Lake that. Hunter Lake is still around. Still around. Uh, and still we'll, not a lake, by the way. We'll wrap things up uh, here in a bit with uh, talk about the parade route. So stay tuned. It's all on the way. Let's get back to the council roundup. Well, um, let's go ahead and get back to the pension conversation, Springfield City Hall, uh, where you've got Alderman Donilon talking with Budget Director McCarty about... Uh, this idea of uh, extra pension payments and how it would work out if there was, uh, for instance, 
a, a large surplus at the end of a budget year. Uh, so here's a little bit of Alderman Donilon. There's the one fifteenth of and the Mc, whole transfer, uh, McCarty. which would be six hundred thousand dollars. It's an estimate so of how much extra they could pay. It's going to be an additional $600,000. You know, when we when we have ordinances like this, I, I believe our rules even state this, it would be nice if we had a fiscal analysis that showed what what the impacts are. So they're estimating they could pay $600,000 based off current numbers extra. If, into if, the pensions. Right, if, uh, into the police and fire pensions, mm-hmm. um, or at least for one of those. Again, they're going to talk more about this. Uh, last night was just a committee of the whole and uh, hearing some of these ideas. But more from uh, the, the general concept here, here's Alderman McMiniman. I'm very skeptical. I'm a, I try to be a, uh, try to mind the checkbook. And... Uh, uh, I may be coming with an amendment that is not before us tonight for next week. So thank All right, you. So uh, we'll hear we'll hear more about this next week. But here's Alderman McMiniman. The intent of this is to get the city to move closer towards a realistic uh, contribution level to our police and fire pension funds. I've- yeah, um, and he's been talking about this for years. Sure. Yeah. He's been uh, he's been Day on this. One. Yeah. From from he, he ran on it his yeah. first term. Uh, seeing that it was going to be uh, a, a dire situation, and it, it is a dire situation. It's not just in Springfield; it's across the states. It's not just state pensions; it's police and fire pensions on a local level as well. Uh, Alderman Hanauer uh, has uh, some concerns about this idea of paying above an extra what's just considered uh, the legal obligation for pensions. It happened because of a pension uh, sweetener at the at the state legislature that. It was an unfunded uh, bill. They passed it, and in one fell swoop, it it took us down. And he says that's that's why it's expensive right now. It's because of the pension sweeteners that were put in post 9-11. And that just added up really quick. Here's Budget Director McCarty. And the issue with this, as it is with everything else we've talked about over the last couple of years, and we just had this conversation on the last ordinance, it's money. Where does the money come from? Where are you going to get that cash? Yeah. How do we balance the resources that we have and use them for our operations today to fix potholes and to provide police and fire coverage versus providing the extra or additional payments into the pension fund? Now, uh, McCarty continues. And there's even discussions going on at the state house now on potentially changing the funding level from, uh, I think, extending the ramp out from 2040 to 2050 and also reducing the funding amount from 90% down to 80%. And I know that is a probably the number one priority of the IML this So there's a lot of moving pieces here, Ray. Hmm. Uh, you've got how much money the city has available. Did they have a surplus above and beyond all the other obligations they have, which includes pensions. But there's also the uh, problem of not making enough pension payments to uh, raise the unfunded liability uh, or at least to decrease the unfunded liability. So uh, how do you pay for it? Uh, What's the state doing about it? Are they going to change the sweeteners that they mandated municipalities pay out uh, and so on? Uh, And how is it going to be dealt with at the legislature? Uh, Just a lot of questions, but ultimately it comes down to, you know, the the pensioners and whether or not the the funds that they are going to rely on in retirements are going to be uh, you know, there for them. Here's a pension board member we've heard from before. I believe his last name is David Meyer. That's anybody that's been hired after 2012. That is going to help at some point in time. He's talking about tier two, how there is a change and that will help. That is going to help at some point in time, but, but not anytime soon. Hmm. Okay. We still have a long time before we're going to see the benefits of those people that are in tier two. They have to work until they're 55 instead of 50. And, and there were a lot of, um, 
you know, talk last night about uh, do we go to a 90% funded ratio um, or a 100% funded ratio? That's only if it's paid out all at once. But uh, those who study sound uh, financial policy say that you're supposed to be at 100% for these pension funds. Uh, I don't know the funded ratio right now, but uh, a lot of the state's pension funds and city pension funds and fire and police pension funds, they're struggling uh, because they don't have enough money to go around to pay for uh, all these sweeteners that were put in years ago that are starting to compile right now. Yeah. Uh, you and, gotta, you gotta, those have to come due at some point. And they're going to they they are going to come due. Yeah. Uh, and uh, some argue that they're due right now uh, because it's a debt. That the, that the city has, and you're supposed to pay your debts uh, and not kick the can down the road. Well, if, if this ordinance was in place right now, Alderman Hanauer has a concern. We would have had this ordinance in this year's budget, okay? There would have had to be layoffs. How many firemen you want, you're willing to lay off? We'll we'll get to a reaction from Alderman McMiniman on that, but just to kind of paint a picture of how dire this is, I think Alderman Thailand did a pretty good job of it. Right now, 20 years ago, the library is paid for out of property taxes. Right now, there's nothing left from the property tax, and we're having to take from other sources. To because the property tax is almost entirely eaten it's up all pensions, by yeah. pensions. Yeah. Pay the police and fire pensions. This is nothing against you guys. This is just numbers and where the sources come from. Property tax alone is not enough anymore. Once upon a time, property tax paid police, fire, and IMRF, library, and still had money left over that went toward public works and other things. Property taxes have not gone up since 1984. I'm not advocating for them to go up. I'm just saying this is the reality that we're in. And honestly, property taxes have gone up, but the property tax rate has not. It's still the same, yeah. Right. I mean, they, they're getting more money because uh, you know it's larger than it was 20 years, 30 years ago or whatever. But well, We're making bigger houses, too. Right, right. We're so, building I mean, bigger houses in nicer neighborhoods. You know, it gets to that question of uh, where do you draw the line? Do you go from, you know, 5% to 10% tax to 15% tax to 25%? Where do you draw the line? You know, is it, do you instead try to keep spending under control instead of taxing? I mean, that's a policy decision that uh, elected officials have to weigh. All the time. Well, but the spending seems to be just one thing. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, the pension payments. It's it's the the sweeteners as well, uh, and the recognition of uh, those sweeteners being expensive is there. I mean, they did tier two as a way to combat that, right? But and th- that savings not going to be realized for quite some time. Uh, so they, uh, of course, had a, had to get Alderman McMiniman in there uh, responding to uh, Alderman Hanauer and the idea of, you know, how many people are you going to lay off because of this? If we don't bite the bullet now, it just means we have more severe layoffs down the road. So we can either bite the bullet now and start addressing the problem or the issue will be that much more intense and severe down the road because we'll keep falling deeper and deeper into the hole. So this is an attempt to um, get realistic now so the pain won't be so severe. Curious if they're going to debate this further next week. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. They're going to have to. Yeah. I mean, you listen to somebody like Tylen, who I thought made the most sense of, of anyone, but he's, you know, it also has to do with the fact that he's term limited out. So he can <laughs> say, so he he, can say it. He can say it. Ah. And, and I'm serious. That's, you know... They're tough decisions that yeah. 
you know, something's going to have to be done here. That only um, someone who can't run because here's up. here's what here's what uh, makes makes the problem even more dire. If and this goes for the state down to the local level pensions, if there's an economic downturn that is even a quarter of what it was in 2007, 2008, right? Mm-hmm. Those pension funds are going to be even more out of whack because it's not going to be getting the amount of returns in the stock market. Tax revenues aren't going to be as high as they have been. So that's something else that you need to plan for, yeah. and that's why, you know, you, you pay your debts off, and you want to you want to pay off as much of your debt as early as possible so you can save up some money for when things go, you know, get pretty rough. So we'll hear more about that. Of course, it's an ongoing issue. Uh, let's uh, jump now close to the tail end of the uh, the committee of the whole meeting last night where they're ready to pass the budget, Ray. They're Uh-oh. ready to get that budget all lined they're up. They're going to pass the budget. They had a uh, public hearing on uh, various parts of the budget uh, to where they had people come up and talk. Here's somebody from the Sierra Club a little upset about $5 million for Hunter Lake. As someone that lives in Springfield, there's a lot of other things that we could be doing with $5.7 million, maybe putting them towards fire and police pensions, maybe <laughs> Fixing some roads or some potholes. <laughs> so, instead, instead, budget, and it's been year after year of a lot of money. Um, and way, so I will stand pretty firm on that on that point because I know that there's a lot of a lot of folks that I talk to in the city, a lot of Sierra Club members that are pretty concerned about that. It seems Hunter to me the Lake. only thing that Hunter Lake does is put money in the pockets of anybody who owns land <laughs> where they want Hunter Lake to be because they're the only ones making money. Is they get the land bought? Yeah. And, and the city. I wish I owned land. And the city. Somewhere where they wanted. Where someone would have told me, like other people were notified, of where they were going to be buying this land. Well, I don't know who, who all owns the land, but. Um, I mean, the city, the city. Somebody with money, I'll tell you the that. The city's been buying it up uh, piece by piece, mm. and it's. Hunter Lake's been talked about for, geez, 50 plus years. Uh, all right. Everybody's been waiting to yeah, see here we go. what happens with. The parade route. They didn't really debate it. By the way, this will be the next half hour of the show. I'm almost positive. They didn't really debate this as much as they could have because, again, this is two hours and ten minutes into the committee of the whole Mm -hmm. after they had a special city council committee last night. So aldermen were pretty tired. I would imagine this is going to be talked about next week, though. But here's here's the, the gist of it. I thought it was a bad idea then. I still think it's a bad idea now. It needs to go back where it was. Yeah, I had a long speech prepared, but on the interest of time, I'll condense this. This was a request of uh, many residents on the north end, and it just urged the new administration to reinstate the Twilight Parade on Route 66 and 9th, 9th Street. Yeah. What about um, support for this among all the aldermen? Uh, Desenzo, SBA is a co-sponsor. Turner, and then Tylen's there. Uh, Hanauer, what's you want to be co-sponsor? Okay, Donnellan. Anybody else? By acclamation. Just uh, does anybody not want to be a co-sponsor? Okay, so... Oh, every- wait a minute. <laughs> you don't want to be a sponsor? No. Yeah, are you against the change? Yes. Who is that? I, I'll reserve my sp- sponsorship because I don't know that all the arguments back and forth. All righty. So who do we get? Uh, and Senor, right? Okay, so we'll go... Basically everybody but Fulginzi. So we have... Two, three, and five, and six. Oh, and except Joe. Yeah. Because I don't know enough about it. Alderman Proctor. All right. You can talk with later. You can talk with the rest of the city. Right. Later. There you go. Fulgenzi didn't want to sponsor it, huh? No. It's almost like he owns a business or something over there where yeah. they have it now. I don't know. How bizarre. McMiniman. 
uh, withholding his support until he gets to talk with uh, Full Gen Z about uh, maybe he can talk about it over lunch. Full Gen Z, which is right there across the street, which is where they had the parade down. The Whichever, that's your council gets. roundup. All right, thank you, Greg. There you go, the council roundup on Ray Lionel's morning show.